0: No one, no one understands why it's happening.
1: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, currently Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from around all the lands on this large island and smaller ones there around, or any First Nations people from anywhere in the world, and we acknowledge that all the lands, as mentioned, were stolen and never ceded. I'm Sally Goldner, your host for Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and I use the pronouns she, her. On today's show, um, well, there's some good news, um, good things happening. International Women's Day roundup, and also um, had the um, fun of going up to chill out. Um, hence, I repeated Fabulous show with Cody Smith from Intersex Human Rights Australia that first aired last October last week. Check that one out. Um, good to keep up on intersex issues. And I've, uh, but there are some. Tricky topics to cover today, so I will do content notes for roughly the first half of the show because I'm going to talk about issues of um, misbehavior, such as bullying and harassment, and look at them through a hopefully more encompassing lens um, than the world sometimes looks at them. But we do, there will be mention of particular events, so I'll call that medium to high. And similarly going to talk about ongoing issues with police and diversity in light of a number of events um, over time in the second segment. And so I do need to discuss those issues. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show um, at various points in time. And you can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. Tweet at Sal Gold said so. For any reason, if you're on Instagram with the cool kids like me, um, said me all trying to be 2018 or something, also Sal Gold said so. And look for posts on Facebook, my page, Sally Goldner AM and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM. All sorts of AMs out there. Remember, any opinions I express on the show are strictly my own and not those of any organization with which I have been or am still associated. Now, today, as mentioned, given the um, Issues mentioned, I'm going to throw lots of all the numbers in. You can contact QLife, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, on 1800 184 527. And also you can contact um, the Victorian LGBTI Family Violence Line on 1800 542 847 Rainbow Door is also there, one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven 729 367 or SMS 0480 Those four numbers, the various 1-800 numbers in that last uh, mobile are the um, sort of uh, numbers you need to call for any point of contact or can call amongst others and other supports that you may have. I think we do need to um, talk about it, and I forgot to mention one other way you can get in touch with the show. Obviously not instantaneously. Australia Post have a pretty high success rate of delivery, but they're not quite going to get something through to me immediately. PO Box 1277 Collingwood, Victoria 3066, because... I had a postcard during the week from Wombat. Hey, Wombat, one of our awesome listeners, as 3CR listeners are, not just regular, and who wished me a happy International Women's Day. And um, yes, I am back at 3CR now on a regular basis, Um, you know, sort of grandchild of Omicron willing. And so, yes, popping in at least once a week and certainly getting things prior to the show on Sunday. And um, Wombat says, keep up the great radio. Well, thank you, Wombat. Glad you are listening. Glad other people are and doing hope I can keep doing it well and better for you. But we do, as I say, have to um, talk about an issue that, um, you know, had, um, in a sort of a situation that's emerged, events during the last two weeks. And I want to start this by saying express, I make it expressly clear that I don't want to comment directly on this particular issue. I'm not a Canberra insider. That's apparently some other show on broadcast media. I think I've heard about it. The issue is, of course, um, the issue of bullying and workplace harassment, violence, similar, um, following from the death of Kimberly Kitching and noting that at the time of broadcast, that funeral happens tomorrow. And so I want to be very careful. There's been a range of viewpoints on that. Some people saying Labor's covering up. Some people saying, for example, that... Um, Liberals are desperate to try to divert problems from their internal and policy issues on women. Could be. I am, as I say, I'm not going to comment directly. Could be either way. I'm I'm not a Canberra insider. Um, We are, of course, entering an election period, or very close to it, um, with four dates likely being April 30 and either May 7th or 21st. What I want to talk about in light of this issue is unconscious bias in relation to gender, something that is um, two sort of topics that are joined to one and are very, we'll say, dear to my heart. And, um, you know, I think that I want to acknowledge something first. We live in a society where it appears the majority of people identify as heterosexual in terms of their sexual orientation. So men are attracted to women and women are only attracted to men, and that the majority of people are cisgender. That is, they are assigned sex at birth based on their body and fit expectations of gender identity and gender expression as particular in relation to Western society, according to that. So someone with what society calls a male body will be a man and perhaps behave in more masculine ways and so on. And note I use the word expectations. And also there is patriarchy. And definitely we need to consider those things. And we acknowledge that a lot of women have had to fight very, very hard to get to where they are and get things better um, by whatever degree for women. Where I have a problem here is that sometimes that can lead to a very gender stereotypical model of these issues. And maybe some of our um, recurring listeners, um, in all seriousness, are aware of these issues and haven't thought about it. But uh, the problem is, you know, there are bad, and the majority of violence does appear then that, um, you know, sort of an element of badly behaved cishet men perpetrate onto cishet women and children. The problem is badly behaved people can perpetrate onto innocent people of any background. And I wanted to talk about this, and this is where I'll just raise up the content warning again. You are welcome to tune out although I want to say hi but just before I go into this Mel is listening is about to head off to the queer exhibition at the National Gallery of Victoria with mum and he's listening to the show hello Mel but we do have some serious things to talk about so this is where again raising the content note I look at the times I have been violated in the first part of my life where I was still because of society's expectations identifying as a man This was prior to 1995 before I began being myself and had any information on what we would now call trans and gender diverse. I worked in a corporate environment as an accountant and my direct report was someone who, as far as I know, was a cisgender woman. Interestingly, who claimed to be a feminist, claimed she'd faced discrimination, getting to the role above me, and she may well have. I'm keeping it as neutral as I can. But then behaved in exactly the same way as the second in charge of our particular section who whose behavior no doubt was that of a toxic masculinity cisgender male I remember one time when I even offered a suggestion I was told that I was snotty and impertinent believe it or not uh, just for offering an idea and um, of course but she was also one of these people who was a bit of a control freak and so You know, everything had to be done when, where, who, how, why, her way. And there's lots of managers like that of all genders. But um, that's the interesting thing. Interestingly, this um, organisation, which doesn't exist anymore, but I still won't name it, was in an... Yes, it was a corporate or part of a corporate um, group, but it did do... was trying to do some things in relation to aged care in terms of combating discrimination against older people and attitudes... And it was quite ironic that these two people would often, um, from memory, sometimes have arguments in team meetings about gender and then go on to talk about how we should stop age discrimination, as I call that, selectively woke. And there's lots of people out there who are. Then, as I mentioned, I came out, I started getting involved in the rainbow communities and just one small example of microaggression, you know, one of those things that happens so many times and gets repeated As an accountant, I've had gay men talk across me in emails and about me, but without asking me about things and making decisions for me. And I've had straight men, when I was still working more as an accountant, um, as auditors come into an otherwise good workplace and start mansplaining accounting to me, because suddenly I lost all my accounting knowledge after I affirmed my gender identity as a woman. But I've also had a well-known trans man... Tell me what I said when I didn't say it, and tell me that I didn't say something when I did. More mansplaining. I've had a trans woman um, be highly abusive to me in a workplace, including outright discrimination based on my neuroprocessing. And when I referred to the behaviour as toxic masculinity, I was got the response that apparently I was misgendering her. I've had a cisgender lesbian lecture me, and on it goes. I've had non-binary people abuse me. So is it all about a, an abuse of power? We need to consider the power of patriarchal thought and how much it influences our society. And some women do take it on unconsciously, but some think that's the only way they're going to head ahead and make a conscious decision. Some, however, um, stick to their principles and, well, to quote John Cena, rise above hate. So, um, and it was interesting, as I was having these thoughts over the last few days, um, there were so many things that came in. Um, the regular column that I subscribe to from Awa Madawi of The Guardian, The Week in Patriarchy, um, touched on this last night um, in Elon Musk, everyone's favourite nice guy. I'm <coughs> sorry. Um, you know, sort of said he would challenge um, Vladimir Putin to a duel. Now, if a women um, to sort of sort out the Ukraine situation, which is, of course, utterly stupid, but if a woman behaved that way, they'd instantly be ridiculed and judged. But um, Elon is somehow taken seriously, which shows we have a pretty low bar when it comes to, um, you know, because of the patriarchy that patriarchal, be- patriarchally behaved cis men put in power. Well, um, you know, <laughs> there's lots of double standards. There can be, of course, the concept of internalized misogynism where people only see limited environments and limited ways to use power, and that is often misuse of power. And that, I think, is so critical. So what on earth do we need to do to start fixing this? I think that we do have to acknowledge one thing, that often things that can seem aggressive can come from a place of trauma. So I think we need to do more about having trauma-informed, you know, sort of... um, workplaces, not and certainly in marginalised communities and organisations that represent them. I only speak for broadly for LGBTIQA plus, but we also, you know, everyone needs to keep learning. And I think one other thing we can do is also listen. Be careful, you know, don't assume because someone yells that it is abuse, it might be from a state of trauma. But bottom line is, everyone needs to just keep lifting ourselves and trying to come more from a place of kindness. I'd welcome people's thoughts. One has come in already. Um, Mel double-tasking as preparing to head off to the fabulous queer exhibition at the National Gallery of Victoria, which I've only heard excellent things about. Uh, Mel says, quote, great to hear your story, Sally. Yes, in terms of unconscious bias and problematic behaviour with women, we can also talk about Jane Campion's um, remarks towards the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus, and sadly, even females have unconscious bias. She talks about the patriarchy in Hollywood and sexism, but used her white privilege to attack people of colour. Women can be complex as well, even with good intentions. Well, lots in that too, Mel. Um, and, you know, there is that old saying that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And I think they can be, look, in all seriousness, they can be useful, but it is about. You know, sort of. I'm a great believer in putting principles into practice. There's a wonderful diagram. I might um, try and dig it out as I multitask. Um, and it's a, imagine an archery target where values are in the centre, and then the next ring around um, from the bullseye is behaviours. And if your values and behaviours don't match individually or as an organisation, that's where the whole thing just collapses. And I can think of plenty of so-called LGBTIQA plus organisations that are very selectively woke might Touch on that in the next segment, um, Mel's also come in, gosh, your multitasking skills are incredible. Um, we live in a white Western capitalist system, so every person sadly will exhibit problematic behaviors with patriarchal structures and I, I think that's a fair point too, and I would also add that I'm sure I have my unconscious bias, and some you know that's fifty six and a half. I do wonder sometimes if I've got some very deeply buried stuff that I don't see, but how do you then do you get? feedback that is constructive and calls you in you know it's very hard to get that sometimes um you know people and you know be discerning to see past other people's biases and possibly their own interests in the in the words of uh, mike Moore of frontline fame as opposed to the movie director in the u.s hmm welcome your thoughts um on 3cr we opened musically today, and a very apt um, track that just couldn't have come out, fallen into place any better as I was um, searching, wanting to play another track from Midnight Oil's album, excellent album, Resist, We Are Not Afraid. I didn't go and see them. The only tickets left were um, behind a pole, I think, that would have blocked the view of the stage at um, Rod Laver Arena, so I um, ducked out of that one, unfortunately, unfortunately. I would have liked to see them, probably won't get a chance now. Uh, ever again. Anyway, um the Peter Garrett dances are consigned to the past. Um someone who is um a fabulous person and I think there's a good linkage here as well. I love it when the show comes together. I didn't have this album. It's a two thousand and six or eight album um from Katie Lang called Reincarnation, which um someone totally unprompted gifted me its remixes of a range of her songs um from across her career. And, well, if we're talking about diverse um, bodies and genders and all sorts of things, then I think um, this one's totally apt. Here's Katie Lang and The Big Boned Gal, a remix. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. She
2: was a big... just couldn't call her small. You can bet every Saturday night she'd be heading for the Legion Hall. Put her blue dress on and she'd curl her hair. Oh, she'd been waiting all week. With a bounce in her step and a in her walk, she'd be swinging down the street. You could tell Ooh. she was ready by the lookin'.
1: 3CR Community Radio 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3CR.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3CR.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live.
2: Melbourne Jazz Jammers present the second Newport Jazz Festival 60 plus bands 7 venues and 3 days of great music from some of Melbourne's finest musicians 29th of April to 1st of May Trad, Swing, Blues, Big Band, Latin, Bossa, Bebop and beyond. Tickets at the Newport Balls Club box office in Market Street or online at melbournejazzjammers.com.au. The Friendly Festival. The Newport Jazz Festival is a 3CR supporter.
1: 3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally. First broadcasting, noon through one, every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And prior to the messages, we heard from Katie Lang from the re album. And um, why did I go to a Daffy Duck voice there? Because I watched too much Warner Brothers as a kid. Um, what in And the uh, track The Big Boned Gal and hello to all the um, people of any body size or shape or functioning out there. Well I've got another big big issue to discuss which links in in a way to misuse of power and this is obviously a big one for many communities so once again I'm going to read out um, the numbers you'll need for support in a second but I did have a message come in from kayleen who is also another of our awesome listeners out and about and about listening and about to stop listening but being on being called snotty and impertinent one boss criticized kayleen for a yellow vest she was wearing so the next day wore a bright red belt to make the patriarchal really happy good one kayleen yeah you tell them um give them eeps um and all that um, and I think that's the thing. I, I've had a bit of a breakthrough personally in the last um, um, couple of months. I'm just Something's just sort of pushed me to a high level, which is why when I saw that Midnight Oil track, um, We Are Not Afraid. I just felt, what a great way to open the show today, and I don't care if I'm a big-boned gal either. Um, so just before we head into this um, difficult issue of police, um, we've had a message of um, from Mel yet again. Um, The new edition of Murray Claire, there's a special interview with Chanel Contis and Julia Gillard. Oh, that's about the only time... Well, that's a good reason to buy that magazine, um, for sure. Some great insights about combating the patriarchy and strategies for unconscious bias in institutions. Oh, well, I'd better hit the supermarket afterwards. A great display at the Queer Exhibition um, features a black queer group who live in a matriarchal community. They don't have the issues we do in our society. Ooh, um... Um, be, a, be a roving reporter. What happened to a roving reporter? But you can be one, um, um, by all means, uh, Mel, if you want. I, I, as I say, I'm just hearing awesome reports of the exhibition at the NGV. There was also a great panel discussion featuring people, including the fabulous, fabulous Peter Waples Crow, which I'll try to dig out the reference form, perhaps put in to the, um, the uh, podcast for the show. I won't get time to discuss it today. But reading out again, the numbers for support for queer people, um, switchboard 1800 184527 as part of QLife around Australia. Um, also family violence 1800 eight hundred five four two eight four seven and rainbow door 1800 eight hundred seven two nine three six seven and also SMS rainbow door 0480 172246. Issues of police and diversity and how policing is done. Well, goodness me. Um, where do you even start, I suppose, half the time? And this started, um, and it only broke um, after the last live show I did two weeks ago, the story of 78-er Barbara Karpinski and um, what happened to her watching Mardi Gras. She had a, Ukra- a support Ukrainian sign, U uh, Ukraine sign, and was thrown out by police, and her... Um, and um, her belongings were left behind. She didn't have a chance to get them, had to walk home without them. Thankfully, there were friends there to pick them up. But Barbara has disabilities, and um, um, that's a huge, um, you know, sort of problem that uh, for anyone. And, of course, if someone at the first Mardi Gras, the trauma that could have come up there um Given the horrible things that police did at that, and the biopic that was around a few years ago uh now, which was yes tailored to um you know some a particular viewpoint and television um was um you know sort of according to some seventy eight ers to whom i've had the honour to speak um pretty accurate, that would have brought up um some you know big stuff. So there was a lot of um, stuff going on there and, um, um, yeah, Um, the police have issued um, an apology now to Barbara for ejecting her from the Sydney cricket ground. Um, And according to Star Observer, the New South Wales Police Force is taking, and a police comment therein, quote, the New South Wales Police Force is taking this matter very seriously and conducting inquiries as to why and how this incident occurred and ensure it is not repeated. Um, we apologise sincerely to the 78ers asked to leave, and to all 78ers in the LGBTIQI+ communities broadly. Our dialogue and communication with the LGBTIQI+ communities will continue to build on the solid relationship we have established together. End quote. And um, there was no comment on um, whether the inquiries will be shared with the community and what the exact steps are. Yeah, so let's hold people to account. Barbara has stated in one of the three or four articles on Star Observer, well covered by them on this one, um, that she was terrified she was going to be arrested again. Um, Barbara has now thanked the police and Marty Gras CEO Albert Kruger for their apologies, but she said that the action rather more than apologies are needed. She hopes communication and away, awareness of the way forward. Um, so, you know, she's um, had a heart, she said, this point in time, this article. Is dated March the twelfth, so about a week ago. But we are catching up on news. Um, hard week and been open about what happened to me. She has a swollen joint in her elbow. They didn't put handcuffs on her, and she was grateful for that. How nice! Um, you know, she was a teenager at, at the as a seventy eight er terrified my hands would be smashed as the police and um, did the fingerprinting at central lockup in seventy eight police are supposed to be there to protect us. Sorry, her exact words are police are there to protect us. my apologies that fear that trauma has stayed with us here here um, so um she's um you know sort of um, you know sort of that I think that's very typical um, and this article also quotes a fabulous person who i Um, A colleague and friend I admire, Amber Loomis, a young bi-community organiser and researcher investigating trauma in rainbow communities, described the incident as deeply upsetting and said an apology means very little when we see police acting violently each and every day, traumatising and re-traumatising, especially when it happens at Mardi Gras, an event where we should be safe to not only celebrate our communities but speak out against human rights abuses. Police and Mardi Gras organisation must be held completely accountable for this Now, there's an extra layer here. Barbara Karpinski is someone who is bi, and I just want to go on to this. And Mardi Gras has an appalling history of treatment of bi-plus people. Look um, through the, um, um, you know, sort of podcasts and find one that first went to air February 2020, just before the um, fun and joy of the last two years, um, where I spoke with um, fabulous author and researcher Maria Paoti Chiroli about this. And so it must have been very difficult to hope that Mardi Gras would stand up for her. I actually once, um, two friends of mine from Bi Alliance and myself were at a Melbourne community event and we were talking to another 78 who identifies as gay and wait for this content note, by Erasure. He was adamant there were no bisexuals at the first Mardi Gras. And when I posted this in a de-identified way on Facebook sometime after, I had immediately four or five people come and say, ah, oh, yes, I'm bi, I'm pan, whatever, and what a load of nonsense. So it would have brought up a lot of trauma. And if it comes to apologies, when are Mardi Gras going to apologize for that systemic biphobic vilification and biurasia that is part of their history? It's all very well to you know, for gay men to want apologies for um, past convictions or, you know, gays and lesbians for conversion practices, but if we're linking to violence against each other the lateral hostility and lateral violence um, that some gays and lesbians do to other parts of the rainbow is pretty appalling. So um, lots to consider there. But then we've also got another one coming back to the police issue. And I'm really going to raise the content note here. This is from uh, the Herald Sun of Wednesday, March the 9th, page 14, um, if you're um, on the tree version. Um a poli- an award-winning Victoria Police detective accused of misconduct over leaking photos of former AFL coach Danny Laidley in custody has been acquitted on all charges, not guilty of misconduct by a public official, not guilty of accessing and disclosing police information without reasonable excuse. Seriously? Um, and apparently the magistrate um, said the prosecution had failed to establish sufficient evidence to find the five charges proven. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you don't just leak a photo of anyone in custody, um, on your own public phone, it's just, and it's and it's this sort of, well, I'm trying to keep it polite, piffle, you fill in your own word at home, um, dear listeners, that frustrates the heck out of me. You know, we saw last year a The officer who led content note disability phobia high level, the officer who hosed down a helpless disability pensioner just got a fine. The others who stood by and did nothing apparently got off scot-free. I mean, seriously. And of course, I acknowledge the various forms of privilege that I have as a um, sort of um, a white I'll say middle-class appearing person and many other things that make it easier. Although I've had my um, run-ins with police, thankfully managed to get at least one of them rectified um, after a long struggle. And I've also heard a story recently of just general police misuse of power. Gee, toxic masculinity misusing power. So um, there's a, um, you know, sort of, an interesting comparison in our first two segments. Wombat has emailed in. Hello, Wombat. You're using all the means of communication. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I enjoy the police being at LGBTIQ events, including Pride March, but sadly in my day-to-day contact with police based in Wargle, Trafalgar, Maui, or Morwell, whose service where I live don't seem to be improving. Oh, I want to link into that when I talk about chill-out, regional and rural issues... Still use language and terms that make me cautious in my dealings. I still remember when the Trafalgar team didn't want to come to a launch of Respectful Relationships program at work because it's too similar to Safe Schools. Oh, um, so that's interesting. Um, you know, if we had more Respectful Relationships, surely we'd prevent crime and police jobs. would be easier. Whoa, coming back, that's my comment there. Then coming back to the quote, I use Stoppers website to report things to the police because I don't feel like calling my local station. All the rainbow PR in Melbourne won't make me feel comfortable till local change is made. You've stuck. You've you know come in with two great comments there. Um, diversity, you know, being between you know the inner city latte belt and the or the Kylie Minogue belt. If I want to be really cynical, and the <clears throat> um, you know the differences there. But um, also this links back to an issue that just at the end of last year there was this police town hall which. Um, I think I've mentioned previously three separate witnesses said it was a bit of a schmooze fest and I think that's really disappointing and the police were listening to yes people from middle class white gays and lesbians which is of course so much of a problem in the community hello Mardi Gras Um, and no amount of tokenism or toxic positivity can change those things. Mel's come in some truths about our only our own pride march that in recently the past five years were indigenous groups allowed to be leading the march which really surprised me yeah about five to seven i remember that began to move to the better in 2014 even at a grassroots level we still have a long way to go with inclusiveness as white privilege is still present pre- present even in progressive circles yes agreed um lots to do there how do we look at our own unconscious bias and find ways to um sort of move through it um So there's lots of it and it affects so many groups and, of course, much, much bigger than even anything I've discussed, but not my area of expertise, but, of course, needs to be acknowledged, the ongoing issues of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander deaths in custody and misuse of power there. And I'm not an expert on that issue. I just, as a human being, something just says it's wrong, I suppose, is all I can really say to that. Um, and I'm sure there are others, including many presenters on this station with far more knowledge of it than me to whom I will defer. So again, questions are what do we do when we have powerful institutions that misuse power, um, in terms of police? And I'm going to say policing, um, Houston, we have a problem. Um, you know, so, um, you know, I think we've just got to keep pushing and pushing and networking and networking are my first thoughts there, and you know keep um sort of trying to move things forward all right let's have a breather and I'll tone it down a bit just to show that us militant politically correct um tree hugging pinko greeny lefties can laugh at ourselves today is world astrology today um day um and well, widow al Yankovic had some fun here. I actually you now I think. Well, as I always say, um, astrology and professional wrestling are more believable than most of the Federal Liberal National Party. Let's have a laugh at ourselves. Here's Widow Yankovic from the Running With Scissors album, your horoscope for today. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally Koehner.
0: 17 hours a day Try to avoid any Virgos or Leos With the Ebola or at the very least a bit unlikely that the relative position of the planets and the stars could have a special deep significance our meaning that exclusively applies to only you but let me give you my assurance that these forecasts and predictions are all based on solid scientific documented evidence so you would have to be some kind of moron not to realize that every single one of them is absolutely true or was a big promotion is just a
2: has shown anything. No government in Australia has had a planned approach to safety in terms of workers under COVID. Everything's been done knee-jerk. So whilst you've got market capitalism operating from a market perspective, we're only ever going to get knee-jerk things which involve huge exploitation, inequity and racism. None of these things are being planned or addressed in any long-term way. It's all stopgap and knee-jerk, and it is because of the role of the market.
0: Subscribe to 3CR, workers' rights and union struggles. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 8377. Words out, freedom of species has hit the airwaves.
1: Tune in for debates and updates on both local and international animal protection news and events, and learn about how you can live a cruelty-free, sustainable lifestyle.
2: News, views and non-leather shoes, that's Freedom of Species, 1pm Sundays on 3CR.
1: Authorised by the last few remaining kangaroos, Canberra. 3CR, 855am, 3 3CR digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR. On demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And Freedom of Species coming up and, um, well, Adam and Caroline are going to be talking about individual animals in three films. And um, I have, interestingly, here... It'll um, be interesting to see whether they're in live or not. Um, people gradually getting more and more back to 3CR live, which is, of course, incredibly welcome. And hopefully, um, once we just sort out a few things here, we'll have some live goo in the studio um, as well. But still doing it by Zoom um, live to air is just as bad Um and, uh, as sorry, what was I saying there, is just as good. (laughs) I will just concentrate and stop trying to multitask um, and um, go from there. Well, there have been lots of good things happening. I'm a bit bit heavy in the first part of the show, but that's sometimes where the the news is. Um, So in about the last seven or eight minutes before Adam and Caroline hit the airwaves, uh, lots of good things happening. Um, International Women's Day, personally, I had a fabulous day, but... I had three events on all in person, and I mean it's been two years since that happened. I got home and was just um, um, disintegrated into a you know a psychological puddle in the bed, um, but it was wonderful in my own home patch, as I sometimes like to call it, of Manningham. Um, I was on a panel um, for International Women's Day with four wonderful diverse women: um, Auntie Irene Norman, um, an Aboriginal elder and a person of multicultural background, a person of multicultural and disabilities background, and the panel was chaired by the awesome Shelley Ware, a proud um, Aboriginal woman who'd broadcast on SBS and a great reception and some great conversations had. I then went down to a an event at the Australian Services Union where I spoke, and I've been an Australian Services Union member now. It's probably around 15 years, and now I'm self-employed. You might say, why do I keep the membership up? I feel that is a contribution to a strong union movement, and they've been very helpful to me in some difficult situations um, where I needed some support, and so it was great to contribute there. And then I had the honour of speaking at the International Women's Day rally on the steps of the Treasury Building down in Collins Street, and then a um, walk through the city, and thank heavens for my rainbow boots, which were um, both glamorous and comfortable. But it was very powerful and empowering to um, have um, be a part of those events. What have I done to challenge my own unconscious biases? I feel, um Mel has asked me, do I have suggestions, books I've read, training sessions I can recommend? Well, yes. Um, one, I did um, the training by the um, fabulous people at the Victorian Aboriginal Child Care Agency, VATRA, we love a good um, acronym in um, the community sector. Seriously, amazing training. And look, there were just things I hadn't known. Um, I won't give away the particular exercise if you go and do the training, which uh, at the time I did it in late 2019 or the latter part thereof from memory. Of course, time's fogged out in the last few years. Um, you know, just things that I'd never heard and thought about that, I'll say I felt enraged by what had happened, and I'm sure Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people feel more enraged, but it's about then using that rage for good and not evil purposes and in a good and kind way, and it just made me want to try to do better. Um, Books I've read um, on unconscious bias, not quite on unconscious bias um, directly, but one I've read recently, which I'd highly recommend, is called Atomic Habits which you know sort of all well, we all want to change habits maybe you know eat better exercise more those sorts of things and because our system is programmed in a certain way we don't break down the habits that we have and we give up well in that case you could say unconscious bias is a habit and I'd really recommend this book Atomic Habits by James Clear which is really awesome um but I think the thing that I've just tried to do is keep working through my own blocks mel and unblocking them and leaving myself more open which I think is something we all have to take responsibility to do in this area and it was interesting that that um theme certainly was mentioned on the panel by all um or most of the participants at that uh, Manningham um panel um, um that I mentioned and thank you to City of Manningham for hosting me and um wonderful coffee and hospitality as well um Lots of things, therefore, going on. I also was up at Chill Out last weekend. Awesome to be up there. Beautiful weather. Um, a fabulous march um, in the um, the town centre and then down to Victoria Park for the um, Chill Out Carnival Day. I was there officially representing Bisexual Alliance, but lots of networking, which is really good. And this was something we touched on earlier. Wombat's tweet was right on the button about regional differences, and it's something that... Had I been a little more alert, it was an early start, Um, and I began to run out of puff, I would have pulled out my little MP3 recorder and asked people what are things, similarities and differences between Metro, particularly in a Metro, and then once we get further out. And there are certainly um, differences. You know, there's issues, as Wombat said in the earlier email with police, um, and um, also um you know sort of i remember hearing a panel on last trans day of visibility and noting that next sunday is trans day of audibility on 3cr starting with this program at noon and um, a regional panel which talked about the lack of say queer friendly hairdressers was just one example you know sort of someone goes in oh no you can't have that cut whereas there more possibly would be more options in the city so all sorts of service provision and um Um, Mel's come in on Unconscious Bias. My mum says she reads books by black authors. I think that's a fair point. We can all look at things beyond our own experience um, and find ways to do it better. Um, So, yeah, there's a big issue there. And I'm going to have a think about what I still must admit. um, Sorry, 3CR Management, I haven't made up my mind what I'm going to do next week. It might just be a regular show, but if I can get some binary busting guests to join me. Um, What are the things that we still need to do um, for um, trans and gender diverse people and possibly many others? And also we could look at the intersections of trans and bi. Um, That's a big one that's emerging a lot as well. Um, so yep, International Women's Day, chill out. Also, lots of other things. I forgot to thank the crew from Out of the Blue, James and Co, um, diving deep for the marine news as they always do. I went snorkeling on the Monday Labor Day holiday at um, Jawbone Sanctuary off Williamstown. Beautiful, clear water, warm day. Uh, little scaredy Sally, who used to go fishing with Dad, got saw two banjo sharks and had childhood, small childhood traumas come back up. Seriously, a wonderful day. And of total cultural diversity, just to finish on a high cultural note, on the Saturday before Chill Out, I went to Melbourne City Wrestling. It's the first Australian-based wrestling show I've been to since the old days of Festival Hall on a Saturday night. And I had an absolute ball. And now, apart from the personal enjoyment, I do have to say one thing that really impressed me was that prior to the show starting, they had a pre-recorded message about everyone's safety with all the stars and people sort of saying a message and had an acknowledgement of country. And that's the first ever wrestling show that I've ever seen that has done that. And I think WWE, if you come back eventually at some point, you need to do that as well. Or if AEW comes out here, um, that sort of thing, it would be really nice if the big companies from around the world um, acknowledged that when they came here. Um, also, um broke a drought on Thursday night. I went to my first AFL men's game in 25 years when I was um, going through my journeys of gender and sexuality way back in the mid to late 90s um, and going to AFL, still living as a male and hearing sexism, racism, homophobia. It was very off-putting and it just put me off for a long time, but I went with two friends I won't mention the result and lose 17 out of 18 listeners, um, ha ha, but um, it was just good to be back there and um, having some fun and all the rest of it. And, well, other things, of course, the South Australian election result, Labor taking back power after the Liberals were in for only one term is, I think, quite um, extraordinary, and Scott Morrison might be uh, needing to reach for the nerve pills, I think, um, He's been to look a little shaky, we can but hope. Anyway, that's all I've got time for today. A packed program, in the words of two immortal comedians. Freedom of Species, come up next, talking about animals in films. And um, I'll catch you next week for, as part of Trans Day of Audibility. Take it out today. For all the challenges we have, well, we've just got to keep going. And this track from Huey Lewis and the New's Greatest Hits album sums it up really well. Here's Jacob's Ladder, Keep Climbing Step by Step. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. <laughs>
2: Hey